Ah, hey, Islanders, you're listening to Breakfast on the Bridge, the featured morning show of KMIH 88.9 The Bridge, bringing you a smoldering serving of local sports, news, and talk on the island. Grab a plate, grab your cutlery, and enjoy the show. Good morning! Welcome to Breakfast on the Bridge. I'm Kate. And I'm Tolly. And we're going to be your host today. So, Tolly. We are, tomorrow we have a half day, and then we have Thanksgiving break. Yes, I think that's yes. the last uh, Breakfast on the Bridge before Thanksgiving. I'm really excited for I'm it. so excited for The break is break. just going to be amazing. I am so sleep deprived, you would not even believe it, but uh, no, we run with it. Yeah. I'm okay, probably. <laughs> um, well, what are your plans for Thanksgiving? Oh, segueing right into it. Well, I think I am, well, I, I'm, I'm pretty busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, this next like half weekish, I will be going over to Colorado to spend time with my grandparents Very and nice. um, my family. Just eat some turkey, have some good times. Well, you know, while the times last and stuff like that. How about yeah. you, Kate? Um, we're gonna be heading up to Bellingham um to see my grandparents for the from like we're leaving Wednesday after school, I think, and then. Um, we'll be there until Friday. We're leaving like Friday midday, and then I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna try and get caught up on every single late missing assignment I have at school, and kind of try and get my life together for um, the stretch between Thanksgiving break and winter break. You know, kind of, kind of have an academic comeback, if you will. That's my plan for this for the four days off. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, that should be fun. Self-improvement's yes. always nice. We love yeah. self-improvement. Well, the other thing that I'm very much looking forward to is because December is is, is close approaching us, which also means the ski season is close oh, yeah. approaching. I'm so So excited. I need to get my life together before the ski season happens so that I can be able to go skiing on weekdays sometimes without having as um without with um you know having a little bit more flexibility in my life. It is important to note that considering we are having an El Nino event right now. Yes. Uh, the ski season is actually going to be quite underwhelming. I looked into it and um we're probably going to have like a, a shorter and kind of wetter ski season here and just kind of everywhere around the world, which is sad. Yeah. But I think it still leaves us still leaves us just enough time to maybe yeah. get in some skiing during, like, December and yeah. maybe January. But other than that, then it'll get, like, super, super icy because of um, what's going on. Honestly, I, like, the ski conditions can be terrible, and I'm still skiing. Like, I just enjoy skiing so much that, like, I honestly don't mind if the conditions are terrible. Obviously, I prefer when we have amazing winters. Like, I feel like last year we had a lot of good snow, and, like, we've had a lot of good snow the last couple years. But... Even if we don't have a lot this year, like I'm, you'll still see me on the mountain with like fr- Friday nights. I- I'm gonna be going night oh, yeah. skiing. Saturdays, hopefully I'll be getting some day skiing in. Me and my family are gonna be going to uh, Colorado for a midwin- uh, midwinter break to ski. Ooh. So I'm gonna tr- be trying. I'm gonna be trying to get full use out of my Icon Pass. This I do. Year. I do believe I am uh, going on a skiing trip sometime. It's gonna be tricky because my mom is. Uh, getting a knee replacement so it's going to be i'm going to have some uh difficulties perhaps with like uh going and she may not be mobile but we're going to ski still Uh, so we may go on a like a trip and then my mom will like spend time with the friends we have that don't ski um 
because we have some like family friends who uh, ski, but we've never really gone on a trip together. Mm-hmm. And I think we might be slight like me and my brother. We might be a little bit more advanced, but I don't care because blues are still fun. Like just <laughs> fun to warm up, fun to have, like yeah. just do casually with friends. So yeah. uh, I'm really excited to maybe go skiing with some uh, longtime family friends and yeah. uh, take them down the hardest run I can find <laughs> and watch as they scream in fear. <laughs> satire by the way I wouldn't do that <laughs> yeah I'm I'm looking forward to it um me and one of my good friends are planning on trying to on Fridays um like I'll pick her up on our way to school and we'll have all our skis in my car during school and then as soon as school's over we head straight up to the mountain um we're gonna try and do that on Fridays um once the ski season begins and the slopes are open so we can try and really like squeeze out as much skiing as we can. So this this is a question I ask mm-hmm. almost all of my skiing friends. Yeah. What's your process, right? So my process typically like for just getting ready mm-hmm. is uh now that our car it's like a it's a Highlander, it's mm-hmm. Toyota Toyota Highlander. We actually got one of those roof thingamajigs where you right. put like your skis and your poles and sometimes your boots in. Uh we got one of those. And now like my process used to be like sit in like your maybe your ski pants in the car and then put everything on at the mountain Mm -hmm. but i'm thinking right like just crank the ac up to like maximum and just wear everything except your ski boots and that way like you get on the mountain quicker like what's your process um my process is um when i when i'm skiing in the morning so like when we're waking up early and going straight up to the mountain you know i have all my 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 little ski bag it's already in the car and all our stuff is already in the car but i have my you know, my underlayers and then my um, my ski pants, and I put all that on with my fleece. And then I go get in the car, and I have my, like, socks on and everything. And then when we get to the mountain, all I have to do is put my coat on, um, my helmet on, and my boots on. And I, I'd say at this point, I'm, I'm really good at getting my boots on, so, like, we work pretty fast. Yeah, no, I'm finally, like... I guess not, like, it doesn't require, like, a lot of strength, but, like, when I was younger, I definitely couldn't buckle up my own boots, but now I definitely can. Yeah, when I was younger, I really struggled, too, but when, from, like, sixth grade until uh, freshman year, and I'm sad that we don't, um, because of crystal change management, we do not um, have ski bus anymore, which is very unfortunate. Very sad. But um, I did ski bus for those, like, five years, or four years, and... um, when you're doing a ski bus, you kind of have to, like, learn how to put all your stuff on by yourself because your parents are not there with you. Are you so, given, were, were, I should say, were you given, like, free reign? Or do you have to have, like, keep a buddy um, nearby? So, in sixth grade, you had to do, like, you had to be signed up for, like, a full-day ski class for you to be allowed to do ski bus. Oh, that's but, not fun. But after that, um, so starting in seventh grade... You had completely free range. It was just be back at the bus by 4 o'clock. And it was like, okay. And so, like, um, technically, I don't think you have to ski with anyone. Obviously, like, no, it's always if you're good going up and you're doing it, and you're doing it, you're most likely doing it with friends who you're going to be skiing with someone. But um, here's a safety announcement for KMIH. When you're skiing, please or never doing ski alone. <laughs> any sort of winter sport that involves going up a mountain or going into the forest or whatever have you, bring a buddy, okay? And wear Tree a wells helmet. are scary. Because yes. I've been caught in one, and you can't yeah. breathe. Yeah, bring a buddy and wear a helmet, and like I feel like those are those those are some cardinal rules of skiing. Okay, like, Camites gotta... cannot be held liable for any sort of <laughs> yes stuff. But um, but so I would 
Um, in seventh grade, it like half of my friends did um, still did ski lessons, but I didn't, and so, um, and so that was kind of it. But yeah, skiing is always lots of fun. Oh yeah, I'm super excited for this season. Um, and so kind of transitioning because we we're just talking about winter. We are going to talk. We are going to listen to the haze or hazy shade of winter by the Bangles. All right, let's take a listen. Okay, so it's songs like that that make me want to like be able to play the drums or the guitar because th- those just sound like that so was like fun. One of the most hype uh, Christmas like carols. I don't even know if it def- like is defined as a carol. Like that was just great. I love yeah. that. I mean, like the only closest thing I could ever equate was like that rock version of like um, Carol of the Bells. Like that was yeah. that was really good. Hazy Shade of Winter by the Bengals. Man, yes, fun song. Fun song. All right. Now, uh, next up is our very own Annabelle Huggerty with the news. Annabelle, would you like to take it away? Yeah, before I start, I just want to say, I don't think that's a Christmas carol. I think it's more of just a winter song, oh, okay, which is why bad. I put it in there, kind of just a little, you know, transition to winter. We're almost there. Uh, I don't know if that's a good thing. Definitely but, a great you know. song. Thank yeah. you so much. Yes, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed the winter. Yes. All right. So I'm Annabelle Huggerty reporting your daily news. In the Middle East, a deal is in the works to release the 50 women and children hostages taken from Israel by Hamas in exchange for a four- to five-day pause in fighting. Multiple sources have said that the three Palestinian prisoners in Israel will be released for every civilian hostage that is released. Earlier this morning, a Hamas leader said that the group was close to reaching a truce agreement. Travis Kelsey has recently opened up about his new relationship with superstar Taylor Swift in an exclusive Wall Street Journal article. Things appear to be going well. Kelsey described his new girlfriend as hilarious and a genius. In the article, he details the beginning of their relationship, his family and friends' reaction, along with how the relationship has changed him so far, claiming that being around her, seeing how smart Taylor is, has been mind-blowing and that he's learning every day. The Mercer Island High School's band is performing at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade this Thursday. The band will be in New York this whole week in preparation. This is just another name in the long list of historic places the band has performed in, as they have also performed at the Rose Bowl multiple times. Good luck and congratulations to the band. This is KMIH 88 and The Bridge. Now back to the music and conversation that spans generations. All right. Thank you, Annabelle. Thank that you, Annabelle. was amazing. Uh, All right. And that was your KMIH news for today. What, did you, what were your thoughts? I mean, I know you're a Swifty, so I am a Swifty. any thoughts about like the whole... Travis Kelsey um, situation. It, it, it just makes me happy that um, I feel like a lot of a lot of people Taylor Swift has dated in the past have kind of you know not appreciated her, and so I it's ha- it's good to hear that someone's appreciating her genius. Um, I'm not like up to date, <laughs> but didn't she like do she did something where like she changed a lyric or something like? Oh that? yeah, so there was there's the song Karma, and so when she wrote this song, she was dating. Um, Joe Allen, who who's an actor, um, and so the lyric was, um, "Karma, Karma is the guy on the screen coming straight home to me. Karma is my boyfriend. Karma is yeah, anyways like, that I, sort of thing." She in um when she was I think it was when she was in um when um maybe in Argentina it was somewhere in like somewhere South America. somewhere yeah she changed the lyric and now she's been changing it every single um and she's and it's now kind of the lyric she sings in. At all the shows, but it's now Karma is the guy on the Chiefs coming straight home to me, which is a reference to Travis. And there's a video of, because Travis was there that night, and there's a video of um, 
Taylor Swift's dad with Travis reacting to that lyric, and he seemed very happy about it. So if Wholesome. Scott Swift supports, I support. Do, <laughs> um, do the do the Swifties? We, do we support uh, Scott Swift? We do. All right, we cool. stand the Swift parents. But um, in other news, we are going to hand it over to STEM News with Sophia Loisel. All right, let's go. This is STEM News You Can Use. I'm your host, Sophia, and keep listening to stay updated with what's going on in the world of science and technology. Today's STEM News story is about why you might want to cut down on your salt intake. A recent study published in the Journal of the American Medical Association found that cutting out one teaspoon of salt a day results in a decline in blood pressure comparable to taking blood pressure medication. Humans need the sodium found in salt for nerve and muscle function, since it allows nerves to pulse with electricity and muscles to contract. However, too much sodium can contribute to high blood pressure or hypertension, which is a major cause of stroke and heart disease. This is because increased sodium levels cause the body to absorb more water. High sodium levels in the blood brings more water into blood vessels, increasing the volume of the blood. This can increase blood pressure, which can damage vessels and organs. The recent study shows that cutting down salt intake by one teaspoon for just one week can lower blood pressure. One teaspoon of salt has about 23 milligrams of sodium. Currently, the average American eats about 3,400 milligrams of sodium a day. So this means the average person would need to cut down their sodium intake by two-thirds. This may be a challenging feat for many people, so luckily the researchers have said that cutting out any level of sodium will help lower blood pressure. I'm Sophia, and this is STEM News You Can Use. Well, thank you, Sophia. That was really informative. I yes, mean, it was. Gosh, it, it's kind of really, really difficult to like limit your sodium intake because, yeah. like, I love salt. I love yeah. so many. As someone good who puts too things. much salt on most of the things I eat, um, no. I probably should do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, as of right now, I I really don't want to like skip on salt because, like, get some flaky salt on like. Yeah, a steak or like an omelet Ooh, or, or anything at all, or like get some get some nice. Okay, so here's my thing: is um, my family tries to eat fish like once or twice a week because it's obviously a very it's very good for you. We live in a good spot for it, um, and we live in a good spot for it. But um, you know, I I've developed a palate for um, like salmon more, Ooh. but I still have to put a decent amount of salt on salmon to enjoy it, um, like to to I mean, properly enjoy it. So. Um, basically when I eat salmon on like every bite, I put a little sprinkle of flaky salt. Well, so so I think, uh, I, I like my salmon kind of not like dry, Mm -hmm. but definitely I don't, I don't like my like salmon not cooked enough where it's like not, there's no more like, yeah. So I, I think a good baked salmon is good. You just need to bake it like all the way, which is something that, uh, you know, people in my house maybe don't prefer. So it, it's always it's not always like the most fun like oh this isn't cooked the way i'd cook it but as as yeah. but it's also like salmon and i love salmon yeah um in my house we mainly do like grilled salmon oh lot, yeah which is good a grilled salmon is just the best way to eat yeah. salmon in my opinion did you know here's a here's a little fun fact mm-hmm. um salmon actually in the wild is a pinkish color but farm-raised salmon is gray uh it's oh. like completely gray and it's just not a very good looking color however um to achieve like that pink color 
um, they actually give it like a certain diet. So like it's similar to you know how flamingos are actually right. born gray, and, they and eat, then they, and they eat, eat shrimp. Stuff. Right. Yeah, like, well, not shrimp necessarily, but they eat a bunch oh. of various, like, <laughs> I thought that's what it was, but yeah. They eat a bunch of different foods, and that okay. gives them the pigmentation in their feathers. It's a, it's a similar thing with salmon, except, like, you have to give them these, like, certain types of foods, and then other, uh, and then, like, they become pink, so, like. Did you know that can even work with humans? Um, Like, there's, they, they people say that if you eat a lot of carrots, you can change your undertones. I think I have heard of that. Um. But, you know, I don't know. I feel like I feel like certain things are unnecessary. But also, wait, so what makes what makes salmon um salmon in the wild pink versus like what are, what are they doing differently to farm salmon that's causing it to be to not be pink? Well, like so wild it's just salmon? like their natural um like the food that they eat, right? Right? So like um obviously in the wild the salmon is allowed to eat or not allowed to a salmon can eat whatever the heck it wants and it's and it's like natural diet is kind of different than Mm -hmm. the diet they give it at a farm it's not like different in the sense of like oh they're they're starving those poor salmon it's just different in the fact that it's literally just a different type of food it still gives them stuff it just lacks the certain pigment that gives them this color Mm -hmm. so what they do is once like once the salmon are ready to be harvested because obviously this is salmon farming sorry for any people who sympathize with the salmon but i like salmon um they literally just feed them like food that is really really strong in this pigmentation and it gives them the nice orange color that we so know but that's only for farmed salmon not for wild salmon yeah so like there you go okay but let's i I've seen this kind of as just like a joke online before but like could you imagine being like as if if salmon were more sentient beings than they than fish actually are could you imagine being like oh well, like I'm a salmon like oh I, there's a color named after me I wonder what it is and then like they find out that it's like the color of like their their the inside of their body and it's like oh so so you're naming color after me because you eat me yeah right? but blood red is a thing so I, okay I feel so like... that's fair I'm like I'm kind of kidding but just. I mean, if we're going to if we're going to debate semantics, I do feel like that is a little strange. However, like it, I mean, what better color? It's literally the color of salmon. Although right. salmon color is definitely not salmon. Like yeah. I have never seen a salmon colored salmon. Yeah, salmon is just too salmony <laughs> to be salmon. Okay, so in fifth grade we had the whole salmon unit. Do you remember this? I do remember that. Did your school, because I know we didn't go to the same elementary school, did your school make the paper salmon that were, like, stuffed and got hung up in the hallway? I did not make paper salmon. However, in, like, first, no, wait, not first grade. It In second grade, we did, like, a little thing where we made, like, a paper kite slash mm-hmm. cutout thing of a fish. Uh, I don't think we ever did a project centered around it, although we may as well have... I wasn't the most attentive at the time, so. Well, I know we just like talked about like how salmon are like feed into the ecosystem, and it was kind of like yeah. a little part of our like huge ecosystem. Like this is how the nature works, really and stuff. Because at Lake Ridge, we had a whole salmon unit. Like it was just salmon. We talked about the salmon life cycle. We went on a we went on a uh, field trip to like a salmon hatchery, I think. We, I, I think we. I, I do recall doing like this. Like it was, it was much more than just like how they how they are part of the ecosystem. Like we had a huge focus on salmon. Here, allow me but, to text my parents. I'm going to okay. ask them if I did uh, any um, stupid salmon but, stuff. But 
But I feel like salmon have become a very, like, they're very important. It's, like, a very um, important aspect of, like, culture in, like, the Seattle area. Especially, like, well, like, you know, we, like, the salmon on the West Coast is very, I don't know if it's world famous, but in my brain it is because it's, I feel like it's talked about a lot. But also, just, like, they're such an important part of the ecosystem, and then you have like at the Pike Place Market the guys who throw the fish, and that's oh, very yeah. famous. Oh yeah, fish and, guys. Like, we love the fish stuff. guys. Um, so I don't know. I feel like I wasn't really expecting us to to go down the the salmon rabbit hole, but I enjoyed the salmon rabbit hole. I mean, on, yeah, <laughs> salmon's just a great fish. Like it's it's impactful to the culture around here. Like it keep it keeps the economy going. It's mm-hmm. a delicious fish. It's just can be like prepared in many different ways. Oh, orcas wait. love it, you know. Orcas do love it. I mean, bears love it. Yeah, that's true. Well, I guess specifically our our resident orcas eat salmon because like there's or- orcas globally, and they don't all eat salmon. They eat a bunch of different right. Things. I or- mean, those orcas are. I remember um, when I first started like being part of KMH, there was an orca that came back at some point. Yeah, and, like orcas were sighted in Ellis Bay. I don't know if they're still there. They're probably not. They're migrating or something. Yeah have you i'm not an orca expert so i shouldn't talk about it but um i hope they're still around yeah well we have our southern resident orcas so they're the orcas who like live here and then we have orcas who don't live here year round but they come back but they come here i think in like the summer and the spring if i'm correct in that Mm, Um, yeah and but i think they go somewhere else during the winter or vice versa but the southern resident orcas are the ones that like are in the news a lot but there is on on uh on San Juan Island there is an orca museum and it is such a fun museum is I, it? I I I genuinely love orcas um but um there's a museum and it basically talks about like all the different members of the um of the southern resident pod and like there's like a whole section where it like tells the story of all these orcas and orcas live for a really long time like they live for a surprisingly long time and they're all named and they Oh yeah and orcas are such an interesting animal. Like I, I've done many projects on orcas. That's why I'm very, I'm pretty well versed. No, no, in them. no. Talk but about orcas. They're a very 100%. interesting animal in the sense of that um, that they are extremely intelligent and they have emotional intelligence comparable to humans. And many biologists theorize that if like humans kind of weren't the most um, dominant animal on the planet, that potentially orcas like kind of would be because they are they have like pod to pod they have different languages they have like fashion trends like orcas are very i haven't heard about that but there was a trend in the orca world where they would wear fish as hats for a while this was a thing um maybe scientists are being a little bit like overly exaggerated but like fun with it but yeah i don't know orcas are really interesting but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's so also I like, kind of rant about this for a while. So we should probably here. Let's bring it back. Okay, so <laughs> as we all know, just yes. like bringing it back, we already talked about this just a bit. Um, it is Thanksgiving week. Yes, and a lot is happening. Uh, I think, a lot is happening in New York. Yes, I do. I think uh, we as KMIH kind of have an obligation to mention that the Mercer Island High School Band is actually performing at the Macy's Day yes. Parade. Uh, they are there the entire week, and it is great for them, and they're going to be doing a lot of stuff. And they're going to get a lot of a lot of um, visibility, and yeah. it's very exciting because our band is amazing. Go band. Love you, band. Go band. We love um, them. So, Let's just hear a little bit about yeah, them. We're going like, to hear a little bit about 
the Macy's, Macy's Day. Day Parade. Hello, my name is Alexandra, and I play clarinet in the Mercer Island High School Band, and in just a matter of days, we will finally leave for the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, the parade we've been preparing for for nearly two years. The band and I will leave this Sunday, November 19th, and will march on Thanksgiving Day, November 23rd. Before we leave for this amazing opportunity, I interviewed a number of band kids about how they feel about their big trip. So without further ado, here are the amazing voices of MIHS Band. My name's Kyle Thompson. I'm a band director, and I'm the most excited for our students to become better friends and better performers on the Macy's trip. Hi, I'm Gareth. I play the clarinet in band, and I think that this Macy's Thanksgiving Day trip is really going to improve our organizational skills and make the band a stronger, more cohesive unit going in the future, even when the seniors have left. My name is Elena. I am a, a senior and I'm a drum major and this trip will really bring the band together and show us like the reward of all the hard work that we put into it. I'm Radic. I'm an ele- in 11th grade and I play tenor drums. It hasn't hit me yet that we're leaving for New York because I don't know. It's just been a culmination. We've just been going hard since August and it's just kind of been a thing and now I guess we're going. We're leaving in a couple days. I am a sophomore at Mercer Island High School. I also play the flute in our band program. I am really excited for this Macy's trip. We've been working really hard. We've made a lot of progress, and a lot of the things that we've worked on is going to be shown on the road at Macy's, so all of us are really excited. This is going to be good. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a fun time. Uh, I'm Sebastian. I'm a trombone section leader, and what I'm most excited about for the Macy's trip is just uh, going to New York I've never been to New York before, and it's an amazing experience. And I'm also very grateful that we get this opportunity. Not a lot of bands get to do this, so, uh, yep. My name is Finn. I'm a freshman. I play the clarinet, and I'm most excited about the day that we march. Hello, my name is John. I'm in 10th grade. I play the trombone. And uh, it hasn't really hit me yet that we're going to the Macy's Day Parade. It's such a big event that it's really hard to wrap my mind around. And But I am super excited, and I... I am super excited to see what it brings to the whole band as a community. My name's Parker Bixby. I'm one of the band directors here at Mercer Island High School. And how does going to Macy's make me feel? Zow! Wow! Wow! Woohoo! All right. Those were some of the awesome voices from MIHS Band. Keep listening to hear even more from these incredible band students. You can watch the band perform their Macy's show on November 23rd on NBC News at 6 a.m. Pacific Time. I'm Alex. You're listening to 88.9 The Bridge. Let's keep it rolling. I, I have to say I love Bixby's uh, enthusiasm. Oh, my God. He has so much, like, energy about this. I mean, I'd be excited, too, if my like if I was a teacher and my program got to go to, like, yeah. uh, New York and play on, like, a nationally televised yeah program that's that's pretty significant in my opinion i must say it's kind of crazy that it's actually happening because i remember so the drum one of the drum majors when we were freshmen who like announced um that the band was going to macy's was she was a captain of the water polo team as well so um i knew her pretty well and i remember when they announced it because she was like we have a band has a big announcement and all this stuff and like told us um but it's crazy to think because i remember 
then 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 thinking like oh like wh- how old are we gonna be and i was like oh we're gonna be it's gonna be the fall of our junior year that's so far from now and now we're in the fall of our junior year and they're and the band is performing the macy's day parade this week and i'm like it's i can't imagine like how like how ex- how like nervous and excited the band kids must be because they've been you know working on this yeah. for the last like three years almost um but it's just yeah it's crazy to it's crazy to think about like that it feels like just yesterday like we found out the band was going to New York and that was like we were freshmen. I mean, on the topic of uh just band kids, we're actually expecting a call any yes, minute now from our very own Live from New York. <laughs> yes, oh, oh there they are. Hello, Hello guys, can you hear us? We can. All Yay. right. How's New York? Okay, for context, this is Amukta and uh, a couple other band kids right live from New York calling in, I believe. What are you guys doing right now? I'm with Samantha right now. You guys going to have to speak up into yeah, the microphone. Yeah, can you speak up a little bit, please? Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me now? Yes, yes. we can hear you perfectly. Okay. So I'm actually with Samantha. Um, you're on, you're with Samantha. Yeah. Right now, on the way to, uh, to see the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Oh, the Statue of She's Liberty. She's in our sights right now. You can see her at the window. Wow. What's the weather like in New York? It's been pretty cold. No rain yet, but I'm pretty sure it's supposed to start raining later this afternoon. Very exciting. Um, how, how have the preparations been going? I know you guys were on the Today Show yesterday. How was that? Yeah, so I couldn't early really for hear- that. Mm-hmm. We had to wake up super early, and we got to wait in a green room with the other dancers and cheerleaders that were a part of the Today Show. Uh, we got to stand out there, film the host. It was super cool. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, I, I do have to ask, considering there are a bunch of other bands uh, just performing at the Macy's Day Parade, like, what are your guys' thoughts? What's what's going on? Have you really talked to the other bands that are performing? You're going to have to speak up into the microphone. We kind of heard half of that. But I, I, I think I caught that uh, you guys are excited and have seen the bands, perhaps? Yes. And that you've talked to You see? Hello? You guys there? I think I still hear them. I think we're just yeah. getting some tricky connection. Yeah. It is across the country. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, can you guys turn off speakerphone so we can hear you a little bit better? All right, Amukta, I do have a question for you. Whoa. Yes. All right, Amukta, I do have a question for uh, you now. Uh, what is what are your thoughts going into this? Just as like one band kid, like in this Hello. entire. Hello. Hello. We can hear you guys perfectly. You can hear us. Yes. Yes, I do have a question. What are okay. your What are your thoughts? Like your personal, like 
thoughts about going into like this performance as like one band kid and like this like chain and like chain work of like uh thousands or not thousands hundreds of different people like are you are you excited are you nervous like what what are your thoughts I'm both excited and I'm just a little bit nervous. Yesterday's rehearsal made me less nervous because we hit our mark uh, three times in a row. So that was super great. Oh, that's amazing. So awesome. I must ask, uh, do you guys know like what part you guys are in the uh, parade? Are you like first? Are you like in like relation to the other floats so we and don't balloons? know our exact position in the parade. We're behind the Sinclair's diamond though that's what we know and then we're like two-thirds two-thirds um but that's that's really all we know for now all right you'll have to keep me updated okay yes. send me texts update me so yeah. i can i can hop on and let it, uh the lovely listeners of cam ih know the status of uh the yeah. parade yes yes for sure are there um are there so what's going on currently with uh rehearsals are you guys just um like rehearsing on your own or are you marching down the streets like what's what's the process uh so yesterday we had rehearsal in connecticut so oh, we really? wow. yesterday we went to three different states new jersey new york and connecticut and uh now tomorrow we have a we have a uh we're performing in central park we're going to perform a bunch of songs it's going to be super fun but other than that, we're done with rehearsal. We're kind of just coasting until the parade. But we do have a 3 a.m. like one-time run-through of TV time show on Thursday. Oh my goodness, that's that's very exciting. And you you guys are um, performing at um, Inflation Day, right? Could you could you repeat that, please? Um, you're you're performing at Inflation Day, right? Like when they inflate all the uh, floats. Um, we, we are performing at Central Park tomorrow. Yeah. From two to four. Oh, that's exciting. Very exciting. Yeah. I, 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 I think I'm going to tune in just like watch the band. I mean, are you guys, uh, how many like songs have you learned? Are you like performing like 10 songs, 15 songs? Is that too much songs? Like, I don't actually know how much you guys are, how many songs you guys have At Central Park? Um, Definitely not 15 songs, maybe a little bit under 10 songs. I think oh, eight wow. eight-ish, yeah. That's really impressive. Yeah. All right, well, would you like to say anything just quickly before uh, before we, you know, wrap this up and, like, bring the uh, talking about the band to a close? Is there anything you'd like to say to CAMIH just to get people to listen in to your broadcast? Um, just, you know, keep, keep watch out for our performance. We've been looking forward to this for a really long time, really practicing. And, uh, me and Samantha. Oh, did we just lose them? We may have just lost them. Oh, no, they're back. Hey, could you say again what you just said? We may have just lost you. Sorry, did you need me to repeat that? Oh, yeah, so you got, you and Samantha were talking about something like that? Hello. 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 So you were you were saying something about how you and Samantha were um, doing something. I that's where it cut out. We just would like you to repeat what you said. Oh, we may have just lost them again. Yeah. 
Um, well, they are on a ferry right now. Oh, yeah, so they may have some uh, limited connection to uh, KMIH. Yes. This is over a phone again yes. across the nation, so. Yeah. Samantha, any last words before we um, we sign off for now? Um, not not many last words, just that, you know, keep a, keep a watch out for us. We've been working really hard. All right, okay. you guys heard it here. Keep a listen. Stay, uh, stay tuned to the band's performance at Macy's. And uh, Amukta, it's been great. Good yeah. luck. We wish you the best. Yeah. Thanks so Thank much. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Cool. And that, and there they go. All right. That was, uh, may have been a bit shaky, but yes. I think, I think it's understandable. Yes. I mean, they it's a are, phone they call are currently her. on a ferry, um, seeing the Statue of Liberty, um, across the country. So yeah, it's like, it's, it's a, a little, ferry. it's a little difficult to, uh, to it's a ferry on the, the country to, to, to a very old landline phone. We should yes. upgrade that. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. I believe, uh, so they were on the tonight show yesterday. Or it was today show. Yeah. Or yeah. That. <laughs> The Today Show yesterday, yes. that's the phrase, um, and the Tonight Show is a different thing, yeah. uh, and I believe the Wind Ensemble was actually performing, so not the entire band, because they couldn't fit the entire band right. in there, but uh, the Wind Ensemble and some dancing and stuff. I didn't tune in because I was uh, busy packing for my trip, but you know, yeah. I'm kind of, ex- I should have probably tuned in. or Yeah. Well, I kind of, I will say, I, I think the band has had, they've had many early mornings the last couple of days. I know they had to get up at 3 in the morning yesterday for the Today Show. They had to get up at, like, 3 in the morning for their flight. So, and they're going to have to get up quite early for the Macy's Day Parade, I'm sure. So I think they're, I think they're having many, many early, many early mornings for this exciting event. I do hope event. that they're, you know, like, getting enough rest. Because, yes. like, oh my goodness, it's got to be intense. I think, the, I think, I think today it sounds like they're sightseeing, um, and tomorrow they're just performing at Central Park, so I think they'll be getting plenty of rest the next two days um, in preparation for Yeah, for if you the... think about it, there's like, um, gosh, there's so many bands. I, I, I'm finding a cur- uh, an accurate number right now, but like, it, it's just MIHS that's doing all this stuff. Imagine like all the different bands, like there's probably just so many band performances just all around yeah. where, while everybody's auditioning it's or not auditioning practicing for like macy's it's huge yeah i'm sure well it's funny um i was talking to i one of my um best friends from summer camp um lives in new york and i was talking to him um over text the other day and i was like oh my a bunch of people from my high school are in New York right now. Our whole band's um, performing in Macy's, and he was like, "You know, it's really funny. As a New Yorker, I've never actually seen Macy's Day Parade live. So really, I feel like, I feel like it'd be interesting um, to like see how how many of the people who see Macy's are actually like from out of town, and like how many um, are actually um, locally from from New York City. Oh, interesting." Well, I mean, yeah, I'm looking at the, actually the lineup right now, and my goodness, there is a lot of stuff. Like 25 balloons, uh, six balloonicles. What's a balloonicle? I have no idea. Uh, it, oh, oh, so it's a bicycle that's a balloon. Wow. Fascinating. Okay. I had never heard about that. Uh, 31 floats, 11 marching bands, 18 performers, 29 clown crews, 7 performance groups, that is so much stuff. You know, good lord. I have never actually um 
little fact about myself. I've never watched the Macy's Day Parade. Oh, neither have I. I I've so I think this been, year like, will be the first tricky. because I'm I'm going to try and watch it because obviously I'd yeah. like to see our band. It's huge. Um, But I've never, I've never gotten up early enough to see the Macy's Day Parade. That's fascinating. So, There's just so much stuff. Wow. Huh. Well, I, I didn't yeah. know it was actually this intricate. Like these floats are just yeah. so huge. There's just like these like intricate, like looks like a lot of these are cars, but we have like Harvest in the Valley. Here we have like um the Jolly Green Giant. Yeah. Um we have that what looks like a Titanic, but I assume it's some sort of cruise line. That's probably not Titanic. It looks like we've got like candy stuff, sports stuff, superhero stuff, rocking horse. All this is insane. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many, um there's so many floats. I feel like um, I wonder what you have to do to um, to kind of be asked to go into the um, to be asked to be a float in the Macy's Day Parade. I mean, you probably just have to pay them money. Yeah. It's probably a sponsorship based thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really sure. It'd be interesting to see. Um, yeah, it'd be. I mean, I think it, it'd just be fun to see what's going on. Yeah, I don't know. Um, kind of moving off of. Um, yeah, let's see. Off of Macy's. Um, I know that, like, winter sports are starting, or they have started. I think basketball tryouts just ended. Yeah, um, they did. I'm not personally doing any winter sports, but it's kind of, it'll be fun to have another se- another season of sports start. Yeah, um, I am. I am excited for it to start. I mean, there's just a bunch of stuff going on. Winter sports are honestly my favorite, mm-hmm. just in terms of, like, because it's the most relatability. I've never done, really, sports <laughs> uh, of any sort. Um but I did like do ski- I have done skiing, so right. like a bunch of these winter sports are kind of relatable to me, just because that's just something that's going on. And honestly, right now uh, we actually have our very own sports reporter yep. uh, in the station. So why don't you take it away? You guys are uh, the sports is actually on right now. You're listening to KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. It's Anna with your sports headlines. The Apple Cup is approaching. Washington hosts Washington State on Saturday in the 115th meeting between the schools. University of Washington leads the all-time series with 75 wins. Tickets for this game have been sold out for months, and if you're lucky to find one, they're reselling nosebleed seats for hundreds of dollars. Although the Huskies are leaving the Pac-12 to join the Big Ten, Washington and Washington State have agreed to a five-year extension of the Apple Cup, ensuring the in-state rivalry will continue through at least 2028. Next year, the game will be played on September 14th at Lumen Field, home of the Seattle Seahawks. After that, the matchup will return to the home campuses, with Washington State hosting in Pullman in 2025 and 2027, and University of Washington hosting games at Husky Stadium in 2026 and 2028. Last night, the Philadelphia Eagles beat the Kansas City Chiefs for some Super Bowl redemption. The Eagles won 21-17. It marked Coach Andy Reid's first loss to his former team, and center Travis Kelsey's first win over his brother, Travis Kelsey. Some might say the Chiefs' loss was due to Travis Kelsey's girlfriend, Taylor Swift, not being at the game since she was performing in Brazil. The Eagles play the Bills this Sunday, and the Chiefs face off against the Raiders this Sunday also. Turning to hockey, the Seattle Kraken lost to the Vancouver Canucks last night 3-4. The Kraken started in the lead, but they just couldn't get the win. Tomorrow, the San Jose Sharks come to Seattle to take the Kraken on at 7 p.m. Last time the team faced off, the Kraken beat the Sharks 2-0, but the Sharks have also won 4-0, and the Kraken destroyed them 8-5, so they have very inconsistent scores. 
This has been Anna reporting for KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. Now back to the music and conversation that spans generations. Thank you, Anna. Thank you so that much, was amazing. Anna. Great sports sport. Um, on the whole, on, on everything with the Apple Cup, I will say as someone who's kind of, well, both my parents went to UW. That's where they met. Um, and so I, we're very much a UW family. Like We don't care that much about most sports, but we have season tickets to um, do the Huskies, and we, um, and we try and go to as many games as we possibly can. We're a big Husky family. It is kind of sad to hear that um, the Apple Cup may be coming to an end in the next five years. Because, I actually, well, I mean, they did renew it, right? Well, yeah, they so. renewed it for five years. So I'm, ho- I'm hopeful they'll continue to renew it because I feel like that's kind of such an iconic um, sports rivalry within um, Washington. Um, I have I have confidence that they'll bring it back. Yeah. I mean, you don't you don't kill your cash cow just because. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, they'll bring it back. Yeah, it's such a big. I mean, the Huskies. It's been it's been a fun season. I have to say. Um, in terms of getting to watch them. I oh, mean, yeah, there's been, like, so much rivalry going on. Well, yeah, and they've also, they're, they're 11-0 currently, so they've won every single game. But it's funny because <laughs> this is this is kind of direct quotes from my dad from, uh, from our Saturday no, go on. football sports. watching. Um, this is, like, the one time I can't. Um, but it's funny because um, this weekend we were playing a team who has um, good offense but not amazing defense and we're kind of in in a similar situation and so but and so a lot of the husky games recently have been a bit of nail biters where they get they get really close to not winning and then they 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 they, they are able to to pull a win out every time so far so i'm hopeful they'll continue that trend for the apple cup because i would love for them to win that let's hope i mean i'm not i'm not really particularly invested in sports but that doesn't mean i can't like um root for a certain team i just typically I've never really set, seen much appeal besides, like, perhaps the Olympics or, like, the World Cup. Yeah. So there's um there's definitely a lot of stuff, and I, I just never really understood college fo- or, like, football in general. So, like, yeah, I, I, I can see why there's a lot of hype. I just don't have any context on it. Yeah. So I appreciate you adding context yeah. to that. So um, the Apple Cup is just, like, is it local between, like, state stuff? Um, or is so it, like, it's, the uh, it's the Apple Cup is between um, Wazoo, which is um, – which is – uh, which is Washington University, I believe, and then yeah, and then it? UW, which is you know University of Washington, um, but um, and it's and you know the Cougars and the Huskies, big rivals, and then I believe it goes back and forth from being hosted um, in the Husky Stadium and in the stadium in Pullman, and I think um, and it's just it's a it's very important to Washington college football fans. Um, but Fascinating. It's, it's it's yeah it's a big it's a it's a big game and for me um, who's someone who's been watching Husky football games since I was born um, I feel like I have some nostalgia I feel like there's an aspect of nostalgia for me with a lot of these games and I think that's a big thing for my parents as well because they went to UW they met there I'm actually wearing my mom's um, so- oh, you sorority are. So- so- ah, sorority sweatshirt from UW from nineteen. 19- 91, which was her pledge year and her first year of college. So, you know, I think for my family, it's just a very, a very big part of our kind of yeah, I mean, something traditions, we, we tradition. care a lot about in our family. But other than that, we're not a very big sports family. But, you know, um, always a fun things, things that happen. Yeah, Thanksgiving always weekend. nice to always nice to hear about it. Yeah. And with Thanksgiving weekend, um, are you are you pro holiday music before? Oh, before Thanksgiving okay, time or to rant. after Thanksgiving? Okay, time to rant. Let me rant here. I got to rant. Okay, 
Thanksgiving is a holiday. Yes. Literally with nothing to do with Christmas. Literally right. nothing. Like the closest you could get is like the uh the the um colonists who showed up here were Christian and that's like the like that's like the closest you get. So why do we play Christmas music? And we have a radio station like at our fingertips. We are in control here, right? And uh I I think as a person who is now in a radio station and is right. qualified, like fully qualified to talk about this. It is a crime <laughs> that most radio stations start playing like Christmas tunes. I can understand one. Like, I think there all there should always just be one, right. one like starts early. And for us, that's warm one of 6.9. That's like with the warm mm-hmm. one of 6.9 and yeah. like their cool jingle and stuff. They can play like Christmas carols all they like. Because they're a Christmas carol like station right. at this time of year. That's their brand. But everybody else who's just music or, you know, like talking or us who are like music and conversation. Do they need to stop? We do not need okay. to play Christmas carols well, because literally all of them sound exactly the same. I think we have someone who would agree with you. So let's let's hear that. Yeah, let's take a listen. I'd be happy to. Sleigh Ride, Mariah Carey, that one cover of Santa Baby that never fails to make grandparents supremely uncomfortable. We know these holiday songs, and we love them, but is November really the right time to hear them? Studies show that when people are subjugated to mass amounts of Christmas music before the 1st of December, happiness and overall holiday spirit decreases by 50%. This decrease in happiness, if not treated in time, can lead to chronic conditions such as early-onset Grinch disorder and tinnitus. And this risk is double for retail employees. After hearing All I Want for Christmas nonstop for my eight-hour shift, I began to see apparitions of Mariah at the foot of my bed, one such employee reported. She's still there. I can't figure out how to get rid of her. Snowflakes may be falling and sleigh bells calling, but we're dedicated to keeping your November jingle bell free over here on KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. Amen. I cannot agree um, more. The one thing I will say is I think we've already failed at this. Real, no. no I have heard, I've heard, I have heard a few, I have heard a few Christmas songs, some, some, um, songs about, um, a white Christmas, um, and snow and all that stuff. Uh, like since like the first of November during the morning oh, shows. So, um, if you've been subjugated to that um, against your will, I apologize. Um, I think me and Tolly are now going to take a pledge. Okay. Um, I was going to write this down, but yes. there wasn't enough time. Um, I, 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 I. Okay, everybody. If you're not driving, raise your right hand. <laughs> I state your name. Kate. Okay. Solemn, I Kate okay. solemnly swear. Solemnly swear. To never play Christmas music. To never play Christmas music. Until after Thanksgiving. Until after Thanksgiving. Roughly December 1st. Roughly December 1st. Or any appropriate time. Or any appropriate time. And, uh, wait, frick, I, all my, all my improv stuff just went out the window. And, uh, till any time until it is then suitable to play music. Till any time until it is then suitable to play till music. Till death part. Till, till death, death do I part this pledge. Well, here's the thing. Um. You know, I I think KMIH I, makes this I promise actually too. am I actually am kind of anti look, I'm not anti the holiday spirit. I think I'm not a Grinch. Go go enjoy your holiday. Get your get your peppermint latte, your peppermint mocha, get your peppermint bark, all of that. 
I oh, prefer that. Mark, Mark I, is just good. Like, I you prefer can't... that over over a lot of pumpkin spicings for the fall. But um, I think maybe my disdain for it comes from I was in show choir from uh, second to fifth grade. I'm a Starting choir. in August, we would prep for our Christmas holiday extravaganza show. Meaning, starting August, like 20-something, I would start singing Christmas songs. For five years of my life, I would be singing Christmas songs from August until the end of December. Kate, words cannot express how much, like... Like, I feel for you, and I because think... I am a choir kid of eight years, right. and, uh, yeah, we are doing our, like, current Christmas carol stuff, and right. the thing is, like, once you become fairly advanced, you, like, start to go past, like, Jingle Bells and Deck the Halls and, like, stuff like that, um, and you get actually, like, into more uh, interesting songs that are, like, more choral, and then, like, you get, uh, but they're still Chris- Christmas carols, yeah. right? I think the most interesting thing is that, like, Maybe Christmas carols are not the way to go because it's all about Christmas and there's other holidays yeah. that are kind of associated with this time. So I think um, we always try to like squeeze in one like uh, about Hanukkah and like if we can one about just like having a happy holiday. It's right. just like because holidays yeah. is more inclusive. Yeah, um, but I, I think th- we as a radio station, not only like there's also like the choir part, which yeah. I think we can get to. But we as a radio station in KMIH should have, like, a moral right to be like, okay, we will not play Christmas carols or holiday music until it is due time, because 25 days, starting December is 1st, is enough. Is plenty enough. of time. I'm going to be so honest. But here's the thing. I, I honestly think, totally, we are the only morning show hosts thus far who have had this take. Oh, Most yeah. of our morning show hosts love the holidays and love the music. So, you know, I can't be too much of a hater, but I do have a friend who listens to, um, this is a shout out to Rebecca and Kira who listen to, um, to last Christmas in the middle of the summer. It's kind of insane if I'm being honest, but you know, I do have to say like, there's, there's a, a whole like thing of like, well, these people are, um, like very talented, but like, yeah the songs just aren't good enough where you can, like, justifiably play it in the summer. And I get that, yes. like, your friends there were um, trying to make a laugh, but, like... No, they I just like PTSD. songs. It's not, it's, not, it's not for a laugh. They just enjoy the song. But um, kind of going into music that I think is more appropriate until, um, until December 1st, we have, we have my new favorite Taylor Swift song, Now That We Don't Talk, from 1989, Taylor's version, from the vault. So uh, enjoy. Yeah, let's take a listen. Okay, and that brings us to the end of the first hour and your only seven o'clock hour of the week. I do have to breakfast say Breakfast on the Bridge. This was the best breakfast on the bridge. We uh passed some very strong legislation uh against, um, against uh, Christmas, Christmas carols. carols. We and talked about salmon, orcas. I think I'm banned. Gonna, yeah, when we when we go back to uh the classroom i think i may be uh like hurt because of my um very very strong and uh unwavering beliefs against christmas carols yes and holiday music yes. in general but yep that yeah. wraps it up but, just about it yeah so coming up 
Next, after this first hour, we're going to have September by Earth, Wind & Fire. I know it's not September, but it is the 21st of November. So we can pretend that it's Do You Remember the 21st Night of November instead of September. And then following that, we will have another amazing hour of um, live radio. So stay I'm excited for it. tuned. Um, you're listening to KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. Thank you for sticking with uh, Breakfast on the Bridge. We hope you enjoyed your helping of Breakfast on the Bridge, brought to you by our KMIH staff and dedicated to the stories, lives, and people of the Mercer Island community. We hope your dinner was as good as your Breakfast on the Bridge, and thank you for listening.